There's this great quote by Steve Jobs that I absolutely love, which says, you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backwards. So you have to trust that the dots will somehow connect in your future. And this is so true. Back in 2016, when I took the decision to quit my stable career for <laughs> for nothing, actually, I never could have imagined what my journey would look like today. You know, with all its up and downs, the lessons, the fails, the wins, but also the new projects, the new connections, new businesses, even, even new life in between. It's a handful. And when things get tough, the one question I always go back to is, do you still truly love what you do? Hi there, you're listening to the Create to Convert podcast. I'm your host, Evgenia Devarashvili, but most people call me Gigi, and so can you. I'm a designer, tech founder, mama, and business educator, and I'm here to help you skip the years of trial and error and teach you the ins and outs of running a profitable business that you love. And it all starts with one actionable podcast episode. Let's get to it. Hello, hello, and thank you for tuning in to this very personal episode in which I'll share with you my story, my story of growth, of falls, of lessons, and everything in between so you can get to know that person whispering in your ears a little better, but also so that you can see that there isn't really one version of success, one speed of growth or one blueprint on how to build build and run your business because we all create our own story. And even if it doesn't make sense now, it will make so much sense when you start connecting the dots backwards. Now, usually I like to keep my solo episodes short, but I have a feeling this one is going to be a little bit longer. So thank you for sticking around if you watch till the end. So first things first, my name is Evgenia Davarashvili, but I know it's a tongue twister. So friends and family call me Gigi. I have no idea of the origin of this nickname, but I've been called Gigi for so long now that I think think I have people in my circle who don't even know this isn't my real name. And if you follow me on Instagram, then maybe you don't even know my real name. And that's absolutely okay. I was born in Ukraine, but I grew up in Switzerland where I live now. Although in between, I also spent over 10 years in the UK where I met, I went to uni, I met my husband, started a career, then quit my career, launched a business, got a dog, then a baby, co-founded a tech startup, you know, typical life of a young Londoner. But now we're back in Switzerland and I think I'm going to stick around for a bit, really put our roots down. Uh, although I'm not going to predict anything because I'm a person of change and maybe in a year we'll be somewhere entirely different. Who knows? My entrepreneurial career began in February 2016 when I quit my corporate job as a marketing director and brand executive for a consultancy in London. And I quit without really having a backup plan. Now, I promise you on this podcast and through my content in general, I always share my best tips, my proven strategies or advice I personally experienced, but this, this isn't one of them. <laughs> because the decision to quit my stable, secure 
safe job was back then definitely more of a more of a gut and heart feeling than anything else. And I know that this decision was particularly hard on my parents because they invested so much in my education. And here I am like a spoiled teenager, sick of everything, acting out and basically quitting on everything I worked so hard for. Because you see, I was raised a, a very ambitious child, you know, best in school, best in sports, first in class, best universities, etc. And my family always encouraged me to follow a traditional career path. You go to uni, you get a job, you climb the career ladder, and so on and so on. And I did that. I got a first degree in sociology with a focus on neuromarketing, which is the science of our brain under marketing influence, which is a topic I became really obsessed with. And I still use a lot of its concepts in my current work and process. And then after that, I got my master's degree in innovations, entrepreneurship and management, which is basically a fancy name for a course in business management with a focus on how to build your own business. And I joke about it today because I know it sounds like I went to school for entrepreneurship and got a degree in it. But let me tell you this. There is nothing quite like real life experiences to truly teach you the ins and outs of what it takes to run your own business. Because my biggest lessons were definitely not in the classroom. They were out there in the wild, making mistakes and learning from them. And of course, I would love to tell you that I figured out everything the day I quit my job. But in reality, it took me almost two years to understand what I wanted to do, to really get clarity of what I wanted to do. Because when I quit, honestly, I didn't know what I was going to do with my life and who I was going to be. I mean, I definitely didn't think I would become a brand strategist and web designer and educator back then. But one thing I knew is what I wanted from my life. If there was one thing that my previous job taught me is that what I value most is my freedom. My freedom to truly live a life of abundance and not playing small. Freedom to express myself and be heard and be helpful and freedom to be creative and express myself creatively, most importantly. Now, of course, now that I'm my mother, it's also the freedom to be with my family and see my daughter grow and the freedom to give her the best opportunities in life and enjoy life with her. Freedom is my biggest driver and motivation to this day. So maybe I had no idea what exactly I wanted to do with my life back then, but I knew exactly what I wanted to take from it. And that's the thing. Sometimes you don't have all the answers. Sometimes you have to follow that bigger feeling, you know, despite the unknown, despite the fear and the doubt. And I experienced all of that when I was starting out. As I said, during that first year, I tried so many different things. I tried selling my art, even had a couple of art exhibitions, actually. I tried launching a YouTube channel on productivity. And I think there's still a rogue YouTube video out there that I really need to take down. 
I had a rather popular, actually, bullet journal Instagram account with over 30,000 followers. And I really wanted to launch my own paper planner. Still do. I also did some tutoring, some life coaching, and amidst all of that, some design as well. And I remember I signed up for Upwork after being targeted on Facebook and basically given promises that this is the place where you're going to find all the clients and live the amazing life of a freelancer. But for me, at least, that wasn't really the case. I remember so clearly just pitching proposal after proposal and hearing crickets in return or staying up until 2 a.m. finalizing a 48-page prospectus for an online university that I got paid $250 for. I mean, was that the life of freedom I quit my stable job for? Uh Uh-uh. I mean, (laughs) I wasn't in it for the money to begin with, but girl, I got bills to pay. So needless to say, I didn't stick around long on Upwork. Uh, I just felt like, you know, if I felt undervalued and unfulfilled at my corporate job, then Upwork and its 250 an hour rates were definitely making me question pretty much all of my life decisions. So I knew I had to get out there and find my own projects my own clients. But that also meant doing something that I felt really afraid of, something that felt impossibly scary to me at that time, telling the world. Well, telling my network, but for me, (laughs) it felt like telling the world, telling the world that I'm starting from zero, admitting that after all the work I've done, I'm back to square one. And man, (laughs) that felt scary, humiliating in a way, even all that, all that fear of judgment and fear of failure, they all came straight to the surface. And I remember pressing send on that Facebook post that basically said, hey, I quit my job. I'm a freelance designer now. So if you need a logo or something, hit me up. I remember I was shaking sending that post. For some reason, I thought that all people are going to do is laugh at me and judge me and be like, silly girl, you'll see. I give it a year and she'll be back in the office and that they'll end up just watching me and analyzing every single one of my moves. But do you want to know what happened? Nothing. (laughs) None of it. Nada. Instead, I got encouragement, I got kind messages, and actually my very first two clients. And then those two referred me to their friends who then sent me more clients and I was doing it. I was doing the thing. I was designing for clients. But as I started working with more and more clients, guess what kept creeping in. Freaking imposter syndrome. Big time. The more I spent time designing, the more I felt like a fraud who doesn't belong in this space. I don't have a design degree. I'm a graduate of YouTube University. What am I even doing here? I mean, yes, I was reinvesting 
almost all the money I was making into courses and improving my processes. But I would look at other designers who inspired me and I would just feel like a total fraud. Either that or I would realize that I was just blending into the masses and that there was nothing that differentiated me from every single other designer out there. Ugh, can you relate to that? Have you ever had thoughts like this? I mean, I still have them today, if I'm being honest. But you see, I knew, uh, this is a big one, but I knew I wasn't the best designer. Seriously. And this is not to shame my my past self, but my design skills were basic <laughs> at most. So I couldn't understand why were my clients working with me. I couldn't figure it out. And I remember it was 2018. We were on our honeymoon, chilling on the beach in Mexico. And this 2018 was a big transformational year for me in my business. And I remember I was chilling on the beach and I was feeling so restless thinking about where is my business going? What am I even doing? I mean, yes, I have clients. I had consistent clients actually, but I couldn't see that my future trajectory, you know, I needed to figure out how am I going to stand out and do things differently? And so I tried to write down, you know, all the things I'm good at and all the things that I enjoy doing, but I just felt like I was missing something. So I decided to text a couple of my first clients, actually, and ask them to jump on a call with me and have a conversation, an honest conversation. And luckily, my first clients were my friends, so it felt much easier. But I asked them, what did you really enjoy about working with me? Was there something that made a difference for you? Something that stood out? What made you refer me to other people? And all three of them said the same thing. It's the fact that you're not just a designer, you're also a business expert. Well, the exact words were, Gigi, you're a good designer, but you're a better business consultant, which at first I was taking aback a little bit, <laughs> if I'm honest. But he explained to me that when we work together, you share so much marketing advice and provided so much business guidance. We just, you know, really didn't expect that. And that was my light bulb moment. You know, when you have this genius idea and you're like, yes. This is it. I'm grabbing it and I'm making it happen. I was finally seeing everything so clearly. I realized that I was so focused on trying to learn as much as possible about design that I completely forgot about my fundamentals, my background in sociology, neuromarketing, in business management. And in fact, I completely forgot that I was a marketing director at some point. And then I was a brand executive. I had skills I completely forgot about because I was so worried about the fact that I didn't have a formal education in design and made it my mission to learn everything I can about design that I forgot about what makes me truly me. And that's the fact that I'm a marketer first and designer second. And that day changed everything for me because I finally had clarity on how I can bring more value to my clients and how I can differentiate myself from other designers out there. 
So by bringing more marketing and strategy into my process, I was able to truly make a difference in my client's life, which I mean, I was doing it anyway. I just didn't pay attention to it. I was already bringing so much more strategy into my process than other designers would. And I would already spend so much time trying to figure out my client's goals, um, how to help them reach those goals beyond design, how to have an effective launch strategy, how to speak more effectively to their ideal clients. I was already doing all of that. But what I wasn't doing is communicating that to my future potential clients. So after I finally figured that out, I spent a long time changing everything in my business, all of my processes, all of my systems, the way that I communicate with my clients on and off social media, everything. I rebranded my website not once, but twice in the process. And then a couple more times since. (laughs) so that I can better communicate with my ideal audience. And that's when I finally transitioned from a branding agency to a conversion-led design agency, where we don't just build beautiful-looking brands and websites, but strategic conversion-oriented solutions for your business. And the fact that you're getting, you know, a beautiful-looking brand and website in the process, that's just the cherry on top. Because I'm a true believer that your brand and website, they shouldn't just look good. They should bring home the goods, if you know what I mean. So after I made this transition from a branding studio to a conversion-led design agency, that's when I started seeing magic happen. That's when I finally started attracting the type of clients who really understood the value of working with me and paying premium prices for design. And I remember I started getting invited to talk about strategy and client experience and the importance to go beyond design on podcasts and workshops. And I started teaching other freelancers and designers how to incorporate more business strategy into their process so they can too bring more value to their clients. But most importantly, I finally found the clarity and the freedom I was looking for after quitting my nine to five. And yeah, maybe it took me longer than I wish it did, but I'm a long way from this underpaid freelance designer on Upwork who felt lost and undervalued to building my own multi-six-figure design business where I get to make a real difference in people's lives every day. So honestly, I don't care if it took me two or, well, almost three years actually to get to that point because it's definitely worth it. And I think it's important to mention it here because maybe you're just at the beginning of your entrepreneurial journey, or maybe you've been doing this for a long time already and you're just feeling lost and you feel like you're just not good enough. I really encourage you to persevere. I encourage you to continue on learning and growing and developing your skills and your knowledge because it took me two years to find myself. Two years of of searching and experimenting and trying out different things before finding the thing, my thing. (laughs) And I know some people's journey of self-discovery and growth and success is much shorter. You know, I have friends who have been in business for less than two years and they're doing incredibly well better than I'm doing, actually. And that's okay. It goes to show that every single person's journey is different and you shouldn't compare your journey to someone else's trajectory, 
especially if you're comparing your point A to someone's point B, C, or D. Instead, focus on where are you heading? What can you do to keep on moving forward? If there's one small step that you can make today to get closer to your goal, what is it? What can you do? Because movement is progress, however small it is. Now, today, my business looks quite differently. I mean, I still work with clients, just a handful of clients per year, because my focus has really shifted since 2020 to education and helping designers become confident business owners when it comes to their process, their positioning, their marketing, prices, sales skills. Because while being a good designer, I believe, yes, of course, it is important. Being a great business owner is what really helps you build a successful, profitable design business that you love. So I'm really honored to be able to pass on my my knowledge, my experience, the lessons I learned through my own mistakes so you can skip the years of trial and error and elevate your process and attract high-end quality clients that you love. And if you're feeling, you know, a little lost on your journey, maybe the way that I felt, then I hope my story can inspire you to not lose sight of your dream and keep on moving forward. Because I could have given up a hundred times on my journey. And trust me, I really, really wanted. Just yesterday. (laughs) You know, I really wanted to quit every time I failed. Every time I had one of those imposter thoughts that I'm a shitty designer. What the heck I'm doing here? Every time the voices grew a little bit louder and a little stronger in my head, I wanted to quit. And it's normal. All our fears, all our doubts, they're all valid. We're all human beings here. But I encourage you to persevere and not let these backstabbing bitches, I mean voices, stop you from building your dream life and business. And I'll do my part. I'll do my part in kicking your imposter syndrome in the ass with value-packed content and, you know, actionable strategies to help you move forward. But only if you promise me to never underestimate or undervalue yourself. Sounds good? (laughs) All right. I'm going to be wrapping up this episode, but if you got to this point, thank you so much for listening. I hope that you can take something away from my story and my imperfect journey and that it will inspire you to focus on your own story, your own journey, your own trajectory and keep on moving forward. And remember, you have an amazing gift inside of you. So now all you got to do is create to convert. All right. I will see you in the next episode. Bye for now.